0: This is HNN.
1: Good evening. This is HNN, the Holotable News Network, as you're not even remotely close to around the clock, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, reviews, theory Crashing, and more source. I am Celiac, Sarah, one of your hosts, and I'm joined by, as usual, my co-host Pico Burrito for a surprise episode.
2: There was something I was supposed to do today. I don't uh. think it was have five daiquiris. <laughs> I think it was supposed to read the update around Territory Battles.
1: Oh, man.
2: Territory I mean, Battles Day.
1: Why not both?
2: <laughs> uh, trying to understand these data mines, I think I probably do need both at this point. So
1: data mines are insane. I was just watching... Like, first of all, I don't know how Sig Sig does it, but I was just watching yeah. him, like, pour in all of this data, and I was like, I'm I'm getting lost. I don't know how you're deciphering this, but I'm getting lost, and holy, so, uh,
2: I, yeah. I, I won't joke that that I have OCD, because I know it's a very serious condition, but mm-hmm. but the person of me that believes everything belongs in its place and everything has its place is losing his mind with the fact that they can't have consistent naming conventions. Oh, man. I would be the guy going into office on a Tuesday, flipping a table like who put underscores between the name and the number instead of having the name and the number all combined.
1: I was looking at it and I was like, they had to have had like multiple people code different sections. Yeah. And they had different naming. I'm like, can we have one? This is this is like even for my own job, not to go real world, but like my naming convention or my my cities naming convention versus like another cities it doesn't match i'm like can we just have the yeah. same thing please so yeah <laughs>
2: I, I just uh, it would make um, it easier for us if we were to able to interpret your data that we're not supposed to have access to in the first place if you would just be consistent with it like that's all that we're asking for it's not too much
1: 100 um so but there oh man okay so obviously we have territory battles to talk about and uh Riva, her kit was released. Tregon is getting an Omicron. It's delayed. There's all this lovely news, but I feel like the the meat of everything that we're going to get into is territory battles.
2: Yes, it's it's finally here after after what feels like a decade of waiting. Uh, oh man, it's they they've delivered it. Um, I I would like to take a moment to like I, I'm going to admit that I was wrong. Uh, I, I was i was on here probably about a year ago and okay. I, I put forth a very a very firm belief that when they released the the inquisitorius um uh, that we it was going to lead and i kind of walked through this whole thing of, of how the next territory battle was going to end up on endor mm-hmm. i could not mm-hmm. have been any more wrong about that <laughs> um, so but
1: you did say next territory battle
2: yes i i did um so the the reality is uh, it took until the what 49th week of the year for me to be wrong. So a pretty good year all around is the way that I look at
1: it. So you were right for 48 weeks?
2: Pretty much on, Got on it. every other topic in life. So absolutely.
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um okay, so I think you and I have very interesting takes on territory battle compared to what we're seeing a lot in the yeah. community so far which um, I'm going to preface all this by saying, I don't think we need to raise our pitchforks and I'm hoping everyone can listen with kind of like, I understand the frustration. I'm not going to brush that aside, but I'm hoping everyone can uh, listen kind of like open-mindedly and get some perspective that might not already be out there. Um, And like, like we kind of mentioned the data mine is out there in terms of points per zone. And, I already did some rough math on it, so we can even get into that a little bit and see that it's not as yeah. bad as it looks like so far.
2: Yeah, I I think um, as with any change, especially when it's 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 change that we don't control, it's change that we don't have full visibility into. Mm-hmm. Uh, anxiety increases, and when yeah. anxiety increases, probably our best tendencies don't come out. Uh, but you know, I. I keep reminding myself because I, I think probably what I internalize is a little different than maybe what I put on Discord, but I keep reminding myself the current GOTB mm-hmm. predates COVID, all right? The, yeah. this, this is a pre-pandemic piece. And if we think about, I mean, that's this massive period of time that that, that has passed since that thing was released. So this content is designed... For, for life cycle I mean there's 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 expected to be multi- years behind this mm-hmm. if we beat it tomorrow we would be more pissed than we would be kind of probably when we all can't clear a combat wave you know right. come Monday Monday afternoon next week so right um uh, yeah
1: okay um so <laughs> do we want to just like hop into territory battles I guess that, yeah that we'll,
2: are we'll- let, let's uh let's hop into territory battles and and uh, depending on how long we go because historically this takes us a couple of hours right <laughs> and and uh you know we can get into reba's kit maybe if, if we've got time if not i mean same bat time same bat channel next next week as well so right um, we'll still need something to talk about theirs
1: yeah so okay so let's let's talk about this territory battle so this is starting on monday they confirmed that today um yeah and i think the first big thing um the first big thing that we are seeing that i think is, is what is kind of off putting to a lot of people is the requirements of relics per phase yep um how did you feel about
2: that so i i didn't i, I... So, so it's, it's, there's a couple of ways that I look at it. And the first is, uh, you ever seen a a brand new subdivision, like as they're building homes, Mm -hmm. there's, there's one down the street from us. And what's crazy about it is they typically build those things in two phases or like two or three phases. So like the subdivision that they're building next to us, if you go to the back of the subdivision, the street just ends and it goes into a field Yeah. and there's a sign that says like coming soon. And it's got this, you know, beautiful picture of everything. That's how I'm looking at, at this territory battle right now. There is clearly a dividing line probably between phase three mm-hmm. and everything else. I'm not even paying attention to those, those R eight tunes that we need and R9. Yeah. I'm not even paying attention to it because that's to be determined. Like that, that's mm-hmm. coming at a later date. Um I'm not surprised by Relic Five. Relic Five is the is the current. You know, it's kind of the current G12, you know, as, as it was yeah. when the last Territory Battle came out. So,
1: it, yeah, it is. I think, so, So to be clear for people who haven't, haven't read the post or aren't familiar with it yet, the Relic level only applies to combat missions um, and platoons, which is new, which is interesting. So, it's not a, like you don't, if you have a seven-star Lobot, you're not the hero or or yep. whatever. Um so it's combat missions and platoons, uh, your whole roster can still be deployed. So yeah. you can still, uh, uh, you know, deploy your Relic 1 tunes and all that. You just can't use them in the combat mission, for, for example. Um, and I'm going to go over why this isn't super awful yet. And I'm going to, but we can go into that later when yeah. we get into the math. But I expected Relic Gates, I think I shouldn't even say Relic Gates, but relic requirements around like special missions um the platoon thing was what surprised me I was like oh this is this is new but I did the exact same thing that you did where I looked at it and I was like well we're not going to go to yeah. phase four or five right away like we have we have time to get there because that's not going to be fun for the whole yeah. guild anyway and this is going to go back to preloading zones to maximize your stars
0: yeah yeah Agreed.
1: So um, we're going to be going back to doing a few zones a couple of times and then getting getting the most stars that way. So you don't need to worry about that for a while. But,
2: you know, that's a that's a great point. And I actually didn't, it, it just kind of dawned on me because as you and I were, and we'll, we'll talk about the math a little bit coming up, but we're, we're talking about this in terms of of six phases in a mm-hmm. week right now. But if we're not crossing the th- the zone three threshold, mm-hmm. it's really three zones in six days. So I, we've got exactly. tw- d- double days where, where it sits from that. And uh, the one point I wanted to make on, on why I wasn't, uh, the relic requirement didn't surprise me. If we think back to Hoth, which was a long time ago, the, the gate there on the, the platoons were star counts. Like, right. and you know, they, they did a couple of different things. One, you know, a five, six, seven star Hoth Rebel Scout back in the Hoth days was really kind of hard to find people that had, or even mm-hmm. that kind of that low bot everyone likes to make the low bot joke. But um also at the same time when the Hoth one came out, and I and, and I I don't want to do the it could be worse, but when the Hoth came out, like do you remember when the solo scoundrels were dropped into the game for yeah. the solo movie and all of a sudden it was like oh, you need a, you know, we just dropped young Young Han and you need him at six stars in this zone where mm-hmm. it was almost impossible to get through those those gates because the number kept moving. So um, I expect it to be a bit of a challenge. Uh, I, you know, I believe CG is going to uh, address relic materials in the next three to six months.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think
2: that, that this it'll it'll lighten up when that happens.
1: Um, and we should also mention, like in the data mine, they talk, they showed that we're also getting get one currency in the rewards here, and that was a big question people had was because they didn't mention it. They only mentioned get two and get three, so people were wondering what's going to happen with get one. Yeah, they use that currency a lot to buy that year twelve gear. Um, so you'll you'll still be able to do that since since it's in the rewards. So, which is good. Um, okay, and then I don't think we need to necessarily go over um, all of the modifiers because there are
0: Death. tons,
1: but basically it's like galactic challenges meets territory battles, so every every zone is a different modifier um, based off light side or dark side um we did get
2: a quick question yeah the platoons that i want to address from uh i believe i pronounced that the fox question came up earlier when preloading zones can you platoon the same unit on both days i remember doing that in hoff but i'm not 100% sure i believe the answer is yes
1: i think so too
2: because the characters available for you platooning resets on a daily basis yeah Um, but you for for folks that maybe never did the the preloading um of a zone what the, if, if you platoon half of the units on day one they're still there on day two that doesn't reset so you get to kind of carry that forward you know day over day over day so
1: yeah which is going to be a, a really good strategy for people who are preloading and yeah. say you need um two relic agnats. let's say yeah. i don't know i i don't remember the platoons off my, the top of my head which are called operations now by the way um
2: so, so if that see, if change you, <laughs> has been declined or has been denied by the community. We will continue to refer to those as platoons, and CG can deal with that. So no,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you see operations and you are like, "What is this?" It's platoons. Um, but if you have two relic agnats and you only have one actually in your guild, then that person could platoon it both days, yeah. theoretically. If if they are uh, are allowing the same thing. Um. Okay. So we've got all of the modifiers and this is where I think you and I were talking about this a little bit where, because the modifiers are different on each planet and each zone. Well, you know what I mean? Um, Some teams that work in one phase might not work in another or, or a team, even if it's the same phase um, you know, a team might work better in the mixed zone versus the light side zone. Yep uh so that is going to be super interesting i think it's gonna be a lot of trial and error in terms of that um i just want to skip all of these modifiers because there are just so many and also a bunch of these aren't going to apply to us because we're not going to get to these zones
2: (laughs) the the piece that i I thought was interesting on the the modifier you know that it's it's again it is as someone who I mentioned this week, ago, someone who's writing a very lengthy piece of, of thing right now and understanding, I'm not going to pick on anyone for writing, but I did find it humorous that it was a lot of the modifiers are going to be reused from Conquest. Some of the planets will have different modifiers and some of them will be completely different. Like So ultimately what you're saying is, is nothing is going to be consistent all the way through. Correct. And when we look at the the new modifiers, all of the like the first two or three phases, they're all new ones we've never seen before right so like at coruscant there's there's they're doing a whole theme on thunderous applause you know that democracy doesn't doesn't die from award or what is it democracy doesn't die from award does you know dies to, to thunderous applause so there's some cool things around that that side but um they're all new modifiers um good luck
1: <laughs> right yeah it's gonna be there's gonna be so much trial and error the first few times and i think that's another thing that people need to remember is it's okay if you eat it yeah like that's fine make a note of what you used and where you used it and whether or not it worked don't make the same mistakes over and over especially if you're in a guild that's alternating right if you are in a guild um that is doing light side geo still and then you're only doing this new territory battle for dark side you're only doing it once a month if you don't like that's hard to remember right so making notes and all that will be fantastic um okay and then they have a ton uh or they not a ton so they did list what's going to be in the platoons and what's interesting to me is that it's a mix of characters and ships. Yep. Um, it is the same amount that we have to platoon right now. So it's Correct. 270 mm-hmm. total per phase. So there's 90 in each zone. Um, and then obviously they are at that relic level that they have to be at to be put into platoons. Um, what is also interesting is they have capital ships.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I saw the capital ships um that's interesting um mm-hmm. I, although I, I think when I looked you know outside of like certain ships like I think siphon the razor the two the two conquest ships were the most frequently needed platoon ships the, the yeah. capital ships seemed a little bit smaller um and and I I really wonder how much of an impact that's going to be as, as most phases typically have one, maybe two combat or or, or ship missions that, that are needed right. from that, that side. But uh, it is interesting that they're pulling some of them out. Um, again, longevity of this game mode, I would expect probably two to four more capital ships probably over the life cycle. Right. You know, so it's, you know, what, what they're asking for, uh, I think Thrawn was one that I saw, you know, probably won't be giving that up, you know, or won't really care to give that up in, in a year or so. But um, were you were you surprised by, I guess, what surprised you about seeing Galactic Legends in there? Because I think we both were expecting to see them. But was there anything about kind of the, the Galactic Legends that surprised you? No, I
1: mean, um I don't believe Java is listed in any of them.
2: He's not, yeah.
1: Which makes sense, because I think he has a mission every phase. He does. So you're not going to put him in in platoons, because he's obviously being supposed to be used in a mission. Um, So that didn't necessarily surprise me. Um, I think we can call a safe cutoff, though, in terms... So Sauna is in them. Yep. Uh, Afra is not. Correct. So everything.
2: What, what I've seen from at least the first three phases, mm-hmm. she's needed in every phase.
1: I went all the way through. I went through okay. all the phases and okay. she's not in even in phase six. Okay. Um. And Reva is not either. So okay. basically all the characters that are out as of now in game are fair game to go into platoons
2: correct and we had a little bit of back and forth on this uh, a number of us in in discord um around the idea that that the the afra characters are in the list and cg said they weren't going to put marquees in anymore and right and i understand the that that concern but the reality is when january 1st rolls around all of those characters will essentially be on a table and farmable at that point so um this first month's just going to be weird. Like the, the timing is a little bit off and we'll, we'll see for a couple of other reasons. But mm-hmm. um, I, I was, I guess I was shocked to see when they asked for a galactic legend, they didn't ask for them a lot, at least in the mm-hmm. first three phases where I looked, I think like in phase one, you know, Supreme leader Kylo Ren is needed three times. I, I was expecting upwards of 10 to 15 um, and that they were going to really kind of try and pull some of those galactic legends out, which.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you Don't like in light side, you don't start seeing them until phase two, yeah. Um, that's when you start seeing like Ray and Kenobi,
2: which um, makes me wonder if the collective legends just aren't going to be that great in territory battles.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a thought. <laughs> um, see is in them, Jedi Master Luke is in them, and then you've got more uh supreme leader kylo ren yeah and then i think lord vader is in it starting in phase
2: three i, I love that i just saw the profundity in there because you know in lightside territory battle we went from you know platoons happen very fast to everybody got the profundity and then it was like hey so who are the four people that are going to deploy that are going to you know platoon their millennium falcon mm-hmm. because everyone wanted to use profundity now it's going to be like oh no no, no like uh who's going to cover my profundity for me like is someone someone able to do that and yeah that's going to be a a
1: yeah i mean so what we've been doing we haven't looked at it too much in detail yet but our thought process right now is that you want to look at the platoons if you are going to be doing this territory battle because if you are going to fill them or try to fill them um and let's just look at coruscant for example you need a relic five low gray and let's say you don't have a relic five or actually a better example is you need sauna staros and you need her four times in phase one light side at relic five so if you don't have that then you might as well ignore those platoons there's no point filling them um you're just taking away characters from your guild that they could be used and you're not going to get the bonus because you're not going to fill the platoon so this is going to be really important in terms of communication to guilds, um, which platoons are actually being filled and which ones are being ignored.
2: So, so Sarah, I, I need to take off your headphones for a couple of minutes and like go away for five minutes so I can talk to everybody else. All right. <laughs> I know. All right. So as, as everybody knows, you know, Sarah and I are in the same guild and she's mm-hmm. our, our territory battles officer. So I'm, I'm going to tell people how Pico handles this all mm-hmm. right? and, and, and how you can be a little sneaky with this. So, there is a cap on the number of characters per phase you can platoon. All right. You can physically only provide 10 characters into the platoon list per phase. Mm-hmm. So, if you go out of your way to, I don't know, relic your low gray when no one else has, or your low bot when no one else has, or your Ugnat when no one else has, guess what? You're going to be asked to get all of those crappy characters off of your roster to the platoon list, and you get to keep all of your awesome characters for your combat missions. <laughs> And then when everyone else is like, "Man, how how does so and so have you know like double the amount of waves?" And I'm like, "Because I care about the guild more than you." It's awesome because you get to do better than everyone, but more importantly, you also get to be a sanctimonious jerk to everyone by claiming <laughs> that as well, which I I openly do. I'm I'm not gonna I, I I won't you know I won't sugarcoat that that fact, but uh, it's gonna be a challenge filling platoons for a while as as mm-hmm. a lot of those needed characters only you know folks with just come up probably um a a poor sense of humor and uh, you know for driving some of those um the age of ugnat is upon us that that's really what this comes down to
1: yeah and i mean this is like like you said earlier this is going to be a long-term thing yeah i and i think that's also something that maybe is confusing the community a little bit because they did talk about when they first introduced it that they wanted to make this sort of you know, modular and they could yeah. update it and they could change things around. Um, and it kind of is like, well, you made it so out of reach that you wouldn't change it. Like it doesn't make sense to, to, to change it before you can realistically have a guild come close to completing it, if not completing it. Um, so it's kind of like this weird, I don't know, like catch 22 sort of thing.
2: So there was a question by uh, Ty Deerberg in chat asking yeah. about if, if we thought EchoBot was going to be done or not. I don't know specifically about EchoBot, but I no. know that uh, HotUtils and uh, SWH.gg are both actively trying to get things in place before to start a territory battle. I would imagine that EchoBot will as well. Cause again, they're, they're a really well known tool around the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so my expectation is that they'll be ready. Um, again, yeah. You know, it, it's December for a lot of people, and that there's there's family commitments and all those other pieces. So, you know, the, the first month may be a little bit of a trial as we get into this, and as we kind of get to January, I think we'll probably see where some of those things land. So,
1: yeah, and a lot of these a lot of these tools were waiting for the information, like the, they needed. Obviously, the platoon information, but they wanted yeah. the zone information for points, combats, all that kind of thing. um so they were waiting on that. And hopefully that means some of it will roll out shortly. But honestly, if it's not there for the first, for the first round, I would, ex- I would suspect it would be in the pipeline for the second one. If not, yeah, like you said, January. Um, I, and I know Hot Utils is working on it because I was talking to one of the devs today about it. So yeah. they're hoping to, to get that going. Um. And then I saw another one. Okay, do you think, Fox and King was saying, do you think it is really four years of new TVs, phase one to three for this year, then phase four next year, phase five, 2024, each phase being a new TB in and of itself? Okay, I see. I kind of see what you're thinking. Uh, No, I don't think that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. If somebody else said that or if we're just gauging based off of how many phases there are. Um, I was looking at our notes from when LightSide Geo launched and we made huge strides in the first few months because that's when you're learning everything. You finesse your plan and then you keep pushing yeah. forward. So it's it's uh, definitely, I don't see us going forward by phases. I see us going forward based off of what's the best path for us to get a next star pickup, yeah. um, which is exactly what we did in Lightside Geo. And that's exactly what we're gonna do for this one. Um, and we can we can talk about it. So yep. um, and then otherwise in this post from yesterday, they did talk about the rewards for the get three store. And it is live now if you yes. have. Your Well, the content update did happen today. So if your guild store has refreshed since the content update, um, you will see the get three options in there. So you can get an idea in terms of how much like the uh, Electriums cost or attenuators or whatever is for sale there for you.
2: Newsflash, they cost a lot. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. um So yeah. Uh, expensive.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: they
1: are. They are quite expensive. I can't. Somebody saw a Gerda keypad in there. I think it was twelve hundred. No, that can't be right. It might have been nine hundred.
2: I uh I know something was was twelve hundred. So that I mean, it's it's. I I don't know what the payouts are, but man, that is that is insanely high. Uh, the the one that that. I mean, part of the Get Three story surprised me, part of it didn't. I think we all anticipated seeing Watt and Cam yes. move to that story. Yes. Um, and so I think we all expected to see that. Surprisingly, no Get Three characters. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are saying no Get Three characters yet, and I, I can somewhat see that. Um, but the one that really surprised me was Mall Cat and uh, Sina Django. Mm-hmm. Rolling into that store as well, so making those shards more available out of that store, which I think is a great thing, um, especially you know if, if as we're seeing um, probably a little bit more success based on some of the shard, Matthew, did, and we'll get in, we'll get into that. But um, I, I think it's gonna be great, maybe for a lot of people to to get into this new territory battle faster and not having to worry about kind of those those other characters they're trying to drive behind. So
1: yeah, um, so that that makes me wonder. So Ty was just asking based. And you kind of answered it, like, do we think they will add get three characters? Because they didn't, right? Like, and I'm wondering if they won't because of these conquest characters. Like, I'm more curious. Okay, so cats there, Maul, and yeah. sign of Django. Does that mean like, is Malgus going to go there?
2: That's a I so I, I would see Malgus going there after. So let's say they do the you know it's it's now. Six months he's available for six months in uh in conquest and then it's six months of not being available mm-hmm. that it rolls into proving grounds uh, proving grounds and when it hits proving grounds then it maybe it goes into the get three because sign of Django just got there correct
1: yes I believe he was the latest it was, yeah I think it was him okay.
2: that was the latest uh so I now I the reason why I don't think they're going to add get three characters in are again if we compare the previous territory battles to now they have new channels in the game for adding additional characters where they didn't back in that time like you know i, I know bodhi is, has done amazing work kind of tracking all of the the characters that they've released over the over this mm-hmm. year but you know something to keep in mind is that just going back to two years ago just by the nature of introducing four conquest characters a year, we're going to see more characters in the game through that release cadence. Mm-hmm. So I, I almost feel like they're not going to put the get three characters in because they've got some other vehicles kind of built in already to kind of build those characters as part of it. When you know, if you think about conquest um uh, or excuse me, territory battles, the Galactic Legends didn't exist. You know, we're getting two Galactic Legends a year. So um not that I would be disappointed because I would I would love new characters. I, I just don't think that they need all those love lovers when it comes to characters. And frankly, they need, they need cadence to build out characters and kind of give us other tools to, to make this whole thing easier. So.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a good point. And I mean, they haven't said they wouldn't. So, and this is the thing too, is I think a lot of people are, are worried that they will, and there's a cap on the currency and yeah. all this kind of stuff, but. I'm not too... Like, for me, I'm not... I know people are talking about hoarding their currency, like, or having a good stash of it or whatever. I want the materials. Yep. I want the electriums. I want... It's because that is what's going to help us get even further into territory battle, which means that's what's going to help us get even more of this get three current. It's just a vicious cycle, right? Like, So... um okay so that's the store they haven't they've kind of released the reward they haven't released the rewards the rewards were kind of data mined um in the sense that we know how much currency we get per star which are named ranks by the way it's very confusing um and we know how many crystals we get um but we don't know what's in the reward box
2: well, I, I think actually, right as we were jumping on, I believe they posted a data mine of what was oh, in did the ward boxes, but a number of the values were set to zero.
1: Ah, like placeholders. So, yeah, so
2: it's 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 likely it's you know if you're in box one, it's it's X Y Z. I'm um, I'm really interested to see if we're going to get a higher amount of relic material than what we're currently getting. Um, the question was, was there, uh, I think someone just asked, was there, there, there get through, uh, I thought I saw something in in, in chat about, um, some of the the higher relic materials that it was the higher rank seven, eight, nine relic materials that were there as well. I know I absolutely saw droid brains Mm -hmm. as part of it. So, um, a question, yeah, sorry. uh, Was there, was there keypads? I don't know if there are keypads that were in place, um, but, but I, at least droid brains were there. So I'll have to go back and take a look.
1: Yeah, but there is like you can buy a keypad in the store. Yeah. Um I don't know if it's in the reward, but I haven't looked at that. Da- the data mine is just nonstop today. It's so too much
2: data.
1: Yeah, there's there's tons. Um and then the the they and they said that they were gonna do this. They adjusted the rewards for the other territory battles. So if you weren't getting max stars you're going to get a little bit more rewards yep. there which will hopefully push your roster forward more and get you into this new yep. territory battle sooner. Um other than that, I just want to double check the post from today because or I guess it was it was the title update post for today, right? Yep. Um or content update. So we've got like the fancy.
2: The the only other thing that came in in the title up the actual title update update was
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Cassian's Omicron. Yes, that's will what turned him into a Magna Trooper. Yes, and they said you will do more damage than Magna Trooper is is what they said. So, um, I I'll be honest with with the way the release happened for territory mm-hmm. battles. Mm-hmm. and kind of the relic levels and everything else i have zero mm-hmm. opinion on omnicrons mm-hmm. right now like it, <laughs> it is literally just don't 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 apply them wait figure out what works and what doesn't mm-hmm. um i i still think uh or i i have an idea around one with when it comes to afro but again we'll, we'll talk about that as well or, or not talk about that i guess um, but with the Omicrons, I just don't have a sense of what's going to, what's going to make sense.
1: Moving right. Forward. And so, and this is the thing, and I, I casually mentioned this today in our guild chat, and I'll probably put out like an announcement to our guild about it. And I would, maybe if you are a territory battle officer or an officer or just in a guild and you want to give suggestions, I would caution waiting on Omicrons yeah. for territory battle um we don't know what's going to work we don't know what's going to be effective um and the other thing that I I was thinking about like if if you have say you know that uh IPDs is going to be really effective for the dark side path you got to get them to the relic level to use them so there's no point putting the Omicron on him until you get him to the relic level that you need to use in that zone. Um, so if that's the case, then by all means, hold on to them. If you have like an, I know there are people that are like, Oh, I have 80 masks because they've yeah. just been waiting and waiting, and waiting. I'm like, okay, well like use one, I guess like I would keep a couple, but we just don't know what's going to be really necessary yet. And you don't want to use it and then realize that it's, the worst option yeah. that you could have picked um <laughs> but they burn a hole in my yeah. pocket yeah i i understand so I, I would probably like if you have territory war ones that you want to do or grand arena ones i'd probably do those and then just keep like two
2: banked the the piece that i saw though actually where i'm excited because again because I've, I've dumped some territory battle on the crowns just because i, I like to um mm-hmm. uh, So in Coruscant, from what I can tell, at least through Phase 3, more than half of the missions require Jedi. Yeah. That Kyle Katarn Omnicron will now just move off of that Mon Mothma team and move over to Jedi on that that side as well. So Mm -hmm. that one, but again, who knows if Jedi will be any good? I mean, (laughs) it it would be terrible to actually put an Omnicron on something and then realize like, I don't know, we're just we're in a platoon and deploy mode for the next, you know, for the next couple of months until we kind of figure things out that that would just be kind of a waste of resources from that side. So.
1: Right. And, and that, that actually kind of leads in, I wanted to point out the data mine and kind of like a little bit of the math. So I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I'm going to, this is going to look really janky on YouTube. I'm sorry guys, <laughs> but this is my really awful, really poorly formatted um spreadsheet that needs to be tweaked a little bit Um, but they did data mine how many points you need for um stars in each zone and each phase so what i did was i did a very very rough this is not finalized but it is a very very rough what happens if we just preload and deploy so what happens if every single person in the guild gets zero waves in combat missions. So like worst case scenario, and we don't fill platoons. So my, my thought process for this was that we would do a preload every other day. So day one, we preload day two, we do the phase day three, we preload again day four, we do that phase. Um, So we are for for full discretion to anyone listening we're at 469 million gp so we are fairly high up there um we get 33 stars in light side territory battles and they suggested that if you are getting 20 in light side territory battles that you might want to move over so just kind of keep that in your back pocket if you're gonna like do any rough planning and because you can deploy ships and characters to the same zone, you can factor in all of your GP without, like, yeah. going crazy. So just, just deploying, going zero missions, we should get 23 stars minimum. I'll take it. So... I will be completely honest when I was first thinking about this, cause I saw like the combat mission waves data mine and like you get like a hundred thousand points a wave and stuff like that. I'm like, Oh man, like this is going to be rough. We're going to get like 12 stars and it will be rough and we're going to have to like grind our way through it. Um, getting 23 just off of raw deployments is comparable to us getting what we were getting in light side territory battles and, and
2: i think that's all people really wanted was was when i stepped in the new territory battle am i at least holding steady from from a rewards perspective that it, that it makes sense to work and i believe we saw that between hoth and geo as well right so and, and I, I think the other piece is there's 56 total stars 54 54 so we're at 23 so we're essentially right at about the halfway point as well
1: right so i think if you are in a guild that's getting 20 stars in light side or 21 stars in light side i would highly suggest looking at the data mind math um i'm gonna clean up this sheet (laughs) so if anybody wants like a sheet of the actual zone math i'm happy to share a template of it um and I just did this manually really quick. Like I didn't use a bot. I just quickly like punched in the numbers and figured it out. Um, and this isn't an optimized plan. Like this is just what happens if we preload and deploy. Yep. Um, so I think if you are getting similar um get one and get two rewards as what you are getting in uh lightside geo. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. It would be beneficial to move over because you're going to get this the get one and get two still plus the get three yep um so just a just a a thought process i'm happy to share this i do need to clean it up because i copy and paste it from multiple sources <laughs> so it's not like formatted nicely and it's like it's triggering me i'll be totally honest um but yeah, I just used our just used our raw GP. I I do want to do this. So that was kind of like a a worst case scenario. I have every intention to do it again if we get one wave per combat mission. Yeah. Um, you can factor in platoon points theoretically if you wanted to. That's what I did for light side geo. And then you can kind of have an idea of what's doable for your um for your guild GP and and see. Based off of the rewards, what star should you be aiming for? That's comparable, and then can you attain it mathematically?
2: So, so the 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 interesting piece with this will be, and, and, and I believe from from the math that that we kind of talked to earlier, you're still the ceiling is phase three for a lot of guilds just based off of relic counts. Yes. What will be interesting to see is how guilds go about addressing relic counts moving forward. Because I, I think that that has to be, there, your, your plan absolutely makes sense of, of identifying kind of where we sit and and you know how do we go chase that next star? But there also has to be a little bit of, of line of sight into when do we cross the, the, the three to four threshold?
1: exactly
2: and and for a lot of guilds that might be when do i cross the one to two threshold because of the r5 the r7 requirement or r6 requirement of that that's yeah. that as well so
1: and, and that's something that we also need to keep in mind it looks like based off the data mine there's going to be about four combats a zone and excuse me if you're using light side mixed dark side that's 12 combats total yes um And you need relic five in phase one and then relic six. So there are going to be times as a guild where you might have someone who can do all of that. And you might have people who are like, I can only do two light side and a mixed and three dark side. And it's going to require a little bit of juggling and kind of, I don't want to say micromanaging, but you really are going to want to know what zones you want to focus in. And like, that was one of the biggest things. So for example, in this like really quick, really, really quick and like rough math, the, the gain from, um, um, in in our second phase of stars that we're gaining. So on day four, when we're doing the second phase planets, Mm -hmm. um, the, the idea would be to go down a star in Braca. So that's the light side planet. So that's the one where the gap just doesn't make sense in terms yeah. of chasing that star. So just toss it aside and focus on the other two planets instead. And if you can justify where you're doing that, then you're, you're good to go.
2: Well, and it- as you're talking about kind of the the, the teams between dark side, light side, and then that middle path. So I was, I was trying to dig into the, the data mine and take a look at what the team construction was going to look like in particular around the middle section. It looks like the way that, that CG is going to do it is uh, there will be combat missions with just a set relic level. So, mm-hmm. in, you know, in phase one mid phase one, uh, you know, mix uh, combat mission. One is just relic five is, is required. In combat mission two, they specifically call out light side, dark side. And and my expectation, kind of the way that I read that is, your team will need to include a light side or a dark side character, or excuse me, a light side and a dark side character on the team. So
0: Mm, there will be
2: cases that you can just bring anyone and it could be all light or it could be all dark, but there will be scenarios where they're going to specifically call out, you must include both from both sides. Um, what was also interesting is on the light side and the dark side, um, non-faction based combat missions, specifically called out light side and neutral or dark side and neutral. So Hondo is going to be able to be used everywhere. Um, I'm still not sure Hondo is good at anything besides maybe some PvP stuff, but we'll have to figure that out. Um, but it it does look like uh, you know it's like kind of like the Galactic Challenge where you know you have you you know beat the, complete this battle with. Uh, with a light side on a dark side character on the team we're going to see that at some of these missions there as well so that's going to be interesting to see how people address that
1: yeah yeah exactly so that's going to be something that has has to be addressed something that has to be managed and i think it's important just kind of keep in the back of your mind that as you're going through this there are going to be people who can't do that yeah um so that is that um so, yeah, they they did data mine the waves permission. Everything is two waves. Um, and then I think the only thing that we really are waiting to see, and I was more curious about this because this I haven't seen if this was data mined. I don't even know if this is data minable information. I want to know what phases the platoons affect. Yes. Um, because I, I was using phase three as, as an example. If we are stopping at phase three there's no sense filling platoons in them if they affect phase four
2: right Um,
1: and you can use that for for wherever your stopping point is
2: i i would be i mean we're gonna make fun of cg if it turns out that like all of the phase three platoons only impact phase four and and because they they didn't they missed their 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 incremental their fence that they put in between the first half of the back we like we're, we're gonna have to make fun of them if that happens right right
1: i mean okay. i think that is is the goal for a lot of guilds doing this is get to phase three mixed because that's where Reva is that's where that yeah. that mission yeah. is um and that's that even if you're staying in phase one for light side and dark side a lot of People really want to get to phase three mix just so that they can start getting Reva shards. Um, So if you have done that uh, and you've put up this like wall between three and four or an imaginary wall or we're creating a wall, I don't know, maybe we're creating it, but it would be kind of funny. I'm also curious if we'll see if platoons will affect backwards, like how they do in light side geo right now. You've got um, like the phase four ships yeah. affect phase oh, five okay. yep, yep. ground and
2: so I I think personally I I think the the number of pitch pitchforks will be inversely proportional to the number of Reva shards people are earning. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's the Watt mission in Dark Side Geo, I think people will be happy. Mm-hmm. If it's Cam, go and get ugly is is the only way, that, <laughs> the only way I can say it. So, um, yeah, especially yeah, I think we we thought Cam was gonna be great. Looking at the Reva kid, I think Reva is gonna be really really good. So, yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, it's gonna be interesting, I, and that's gonna be more trial and error, right? Like if it is yeah. like Cam we got to figure out the strategy. We got to figure out the modding and all of that fun stuff.
2: And I, at least we won't see that stupid night sister revive mechanic until like phase four. So I (laughs) I hate that thing.
1: Yeah, that is totally fair. Um, okay. What else do we want to touch on
2: specifically
1: for TV? I
2: think that's it. I, I, you know, it's, to your point, we still have some outstanding questions. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll we'll at least it should open up on Friday, I think. What should I think we should be able to at least get into the UI on Friday for the new territory battle because we oh, right. get it three days ahead of time, so we'll at least see something. We can, you know, start reading maybe about some of the units. There, there were again, uh cover years if if you don't want to hear this but uh cuz we're going to maybe give some spoilers there was some cool stuff coming out of the data mine around mm-hmm. character portraits for Crosshair, Jocasta New mm-hmm. um Galen Urso, Galen Urso, and there was somebody oh uh Hera's dad who I can't remember his name
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, the 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 twilight with uh for some reason Hera's dad has a heavy french accent and Hera's like I grew up in the midwest <laughs>
1: Hey, it can happen. <laughs> um, um, and who, oh, and I think Purge Trooper was in there. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm assuming uh, um, those are all going to be PVE characters yep. that were battling in, t- in TB. So that will uh, be a lot of fun, I think. I'm, I'm curious to see how that
2: will go. But Jocasta knew it would be really cool Jedi to have. Yeah.
1: Maybe he goes to get three.
2: You You heard it here first, folks. All those character portraits are going to be get three characters. Yeah. But it's not going to happen until after the first territory battle. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there's there's just so much. And... I, I really do think I t- and I want to reiterate this I understand the frustration because I understand when something new comes out everyone wants to play it like you want to yeah. play the new content and I totally get that um it is just a matter of seeing like is your guild maximizing where they can if they if they aren't are there tweaks that you can make like I know I've talked to multiple people who uh for Lightside Geo they they weren't maximizing it and we made some like little tweaks and they picked up three stars like that's a huge jump um and if you are maximizing it is it beneficial to switch to the new one is it beneficial for you to stay where you are bump your rosters up a little bit more and then go to the new one in a month two months six months etc
2: and and the other thing because it's it's on the screen right now um CG, because we know you listen to us. We, we know you we know we know you're tuning in here. Um uh, that the 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 new graphic with the light side, the, the middle and the dark side. It's fun. it's it's an amazing piece of art. Yeah. Give us to it, give us to us in a in a wallpaper format so I can put it on my computer and then right. minimize something in the middle of a customer call and and have have to explain like, no, 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 I'm just a Star Wars fan, so it's so it's it's all right. But yeah, just just give it to us. So
1: yeah, it looks it looks so so good. They did do well there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess I just wanna be like just just try it before yeah. we before we get to two up in arms. I think it's gonna be good. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Having looked at the math really roughly, I'm even more excited about it. Uh, and it's gonna be an interesting challenge. And I think this proves. Um, just based off what a lot of people are saying in terms of accessing the later phases, that this TB is going to be around for a while. Yep. So if you're not getting into it right away, it's still going to be there. You will get into it, and it's not like they're going to take Reva away or anything like that. So, um, do we want to talk about Reva this week? Why not? Why not?
2: Exciting new I, character!
1: I have not looked at this at all. I have not had time because it's been TB nonstop, <laughs> and I'm like, I really got to read this kit, and then I don't get to read it, so I I haven't read it.
2: <laughs> so do you? So you haven't read it? Do you want? To, do you want to go blind and and do it blind?
1: <sighs> yeah. Okay. Oh, they changed it.
2: They did change it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just noticed that. So.
1: So, because originally it said attacker instead of yeah. tank in one of the spots and and the opposite in the other. So now it just says tank across the board
2: and and again, so it was I think there was a lot of theories as to why that was the case and mm-hmm. and in typical fashion, the most simplest explanation is probably the correct one. CG made a mistake that, right that's the, that's, what that's, I that's it <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> so. Okay, cool. So, Tank, we know that she's the Territory Battle reward. You yep. do need Grand Inquisitor and four Inquisitors at Relic 7 yes. to do the battle because she's in Phase 3. So, that's the Relic 7 requirement. Um, and, yeah, okay.
2: So I to that point, to... In, in my suggestion, because I know there's a lot of people like, well, which ones do I take? We need to figure out where it is. But if, mm-hmm. if, especially if you're going into the, the Grand Inquisitor event later this month. The ones that are going to be a safe bet ninth sister because she's a tank and, mm-hmm. and honestly to take her up to r7 take her up to r8 because regardless of where she fits moving forward she's a great tank in general and does great with with uh lord vader so she'll be good at that point regardless uh when you get grand inquisitor take him up because he hits like a tank uh fifth brother is a really great character um i think he'll be part of the team but he's also on that ship so relics matter on that side
0: mm-hmm.
2: um which kind of leaves us at you know seventh sister has a ship that's really good so it's, it's really going to be a question of, of is it the seventh sister or the eighth brother that that it's really going to be the, the one that fits in that hold off but if, if you just have relics that are burning a hole in your pocket grand inquisitor ninth and fifth are probably where i'd start with yeah um, so we kind of figure out where we're at
1: yeah, I, I agree. I think those are the safest. And then we'll see what's needed yep. for the mission, I guess. Uh, excuse me. Okay, so the only thing I know is that she has GAC Omicrons. I don't know anything yes. else. Other than that, yep. she is a leader as well. And that it sounds like you're probably going to want her to be the leader over Grand Inquisitor, which is kind of funny to me. But yeah. Uh... Thought they, is... they were both
2: buying to lead the Inquisitorious and on um, oh we should probably say spoilers. It's kind of hard to oh, tell yeah. me, but not not say spoilers. So if you haven't watched Kenobi, why are you listening to us? Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Watch Kenobi. Yeah. Uh so okay, so her basic, no more hiding. Um straight, straightforward animation, it looks like. Yep. Deal physical damage to target enemy and inflict a stack of purge, max of six, for the rest of the encounter, which can't be evaded. If target enemy is already inflicted with purge, inflict ability block for two turns and dispel all debuffs on third sister. So pretty, pretty,
2: pretty good. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Right. As, I mean, as you're going to see, it's going to look a lot better pretty, pretty soon. So. Right.
1: Okay. Okay. Um. Okay, so her her first special, Unyielding Onslaught, which has a cooldown of three, and is a Zeta. Deal physical damage to target enemy and recover health equal to the amount of damage dealt. For each stack of Purge on the enemy, this attack deals thirty percent more damage. So theoretically, you could do one hundred and eighty percent more damage,
2: and one hundred and eighty percent more health recovery.
1: Oh, okay. Good point. Do
2: you like uh, data crons? Because <laughs> that's a data cron.
1: <laughs> that that is a data <laughs> If third sister is at full health after using this ability, inflict armor shred on target enemy for the rest of the battle. Ooh,
2: that is. I want to nice. know the scenario that that she's not going to be at full health with with that ability, short of short of an ability block.
1: That is a, a heal block. That is nice. Yes. Man. Ah, okay. Um, so her second special is Reckless Sweep, cooldown of four, which is a Zeta and an Omicron. Okay. Um, deal physical damage to all enemies and consume one stack of purge from each enemy. If all enemies had at least one stack of purge, inflict defense down and healing immunity. On all enemies for two turns, which can't be dispelled, evaded, or resisted. And all Inquisitor allies gain 20% turn meter. Okay. Otherwise, inflict (laughs) defense down and healing immunity on all enemies for two. Wait, what?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So so it's if they have purge.
1: You gain the turn meter.
2: You gain the turn meter and it's undispellable. Or, okay. pardon me unre- unresistible
1: right yeah
2: um if they don't have purge it's just defense down and healing immunity uh but okay again i'm i'm struggling to see especially with just the inquisitors in general the situation where they no one would have purge is i i, I don't i don't does yeah. not compute
1: I mean, I don't even have Grand Inquisitor, I just have the the five, and Purge goes out like crazy as is. So, okay. And then in Grand Arena, so her Omicron, all Inquisitorious allies gain critical damage up for two turns and have their cooldowns reduced by one. Ooh. Yeah. That was nice.
2: That Grand Inquisitor torture is starting to happen a little bit more frequently now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay um okay so her unique driven by revenge is an omicron um final text so third sister gains 30 percent max health and 30 speed okay she takes reduced damage from percent health damage effects at the start of battle and when she is defeated for the first time she gains hatred until she is defeated okay so at the start of battle she has hatred until she is defeated and then when she is defeated for the first time she gains hatred again correct am i reading that right okay yes so she she will get it twice
2: correct you're killing her three times
1: okay so she has it you kill her she comes back with hatred you kill yep. her she comes back correct and and no hatred she's just there correct yeah okay holy okay that is annoying
2: <laughs> um yeah how many turns does it take sign to get it? And she's just like, "Now nah, I showed up with it.
1: Yeah. She's like, I've, I've been here all day. Uh, okay. So whenever she's revived, she gains 100% offense and defense, stacking to a max of 200%. Okay. Which makes sense. Yep. And 25% crit chance for the rest of the encounter, stacking to 50%. Whenever purge is dispelled during an enemy's turn, or when an enemy uses an attack that damages more than one ally, all enemies gain one stack of purge, max of six for the rest of the encounter, and Third Sister taunts for two turns. Ooh, so you're gonna have you're gonna have purge. Yep. Um, and then while in Grand Arena, whenever she is res- revived from hatred, the cooldown of Unyielding Onslaught, which I think that's her second special.
2: That is the first special or the first special is, uh, armor shred.
1: Okay, so the cooldown of Unyielding onslaught is refreshed and she gains hundred percent offense until her next attack and ignores taunt effects for one turn so so basically on her next attack she can hit whoever she wants and she'll do hundred yeah. percent more offense
2: you killed me i'm angry i'm going to hit whoever i want to very very hard
1: oh okay that is fun <laughs> okay uh so her second unique, Impatience. This is the shared one that they have, right? That all the Inquisitors yes, get? Yes, I, I believe so. So, if all of them are Inquisitors, all the allies at the start a battle, she will gain 20% crit damage, max health and offense. She will taunt for two turns at the start of the encounter. And whenever an ally or enemy is defeated... Oh, so anytime somebody dies, she's just going to start yeah. taunting again. Okay. Um, whenever an enemy damages this character with an out of turn attack, that enemy gains a stack of purge for the rest of the encounter, which can't be evaded or resisted. And whenever purge is consumed or dispelled, she will gain 3% turn meter.
2: So, so, yeah. Okay. Um, It's.
1: (laughs) So she wants to take turns and she's going to hit you pretty hard. Okay, so leader
2: oh this is where it gets nutty this, also this here is, this is where it gets nutty.
1: here is the nice bright red text at the bottom <laughs> edit she is a tank, not an attacker. the imaging copy copy has been updated to reflect that. that is fantastic. Put that at the top guys yeah, yeah. Uh, um okay Harbored aggression so Zeta and Omicron so three omicrons
2: yes, I believe so
1: um. Okay, inquisitorious allies gain 40% max health, 20% offense, 30 speed, and are immune to stun. At the start of the encounter and whenever an inquisitorious ally is defeated or defeats an enemy, (laughs) okay, all enemies are inflicted with five stacks of purge, max of six for the rest of the encounter, which can't be... So right away you get five stacks of purge.
2: And if you have the Grand Inquisitor there, yeah, I believe I don't because I don't think that's on his leadership. I believe he inflicts one stack of purge for everyone for showing up. So, so they're he, at six, they're the at place. six.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, inquisitorious ally attacks always score critical hit if able against enemies with at least five stacks of purge. So, okay whenever an enemy recovers protection or gains protection up, all enemies lose 2% defense stacking to a max of 50% for the rest of the account. So whenever you gain protection up or you recover your protection, they go, no, now I'm going to hit all of you even harder. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. And then while yep. in Grand Arena, um, Whenever an ally or enemy is defeated, all Inquisitorious allies gain defense penetration up for two turns. Because why not? Yep. Uh, Whenever Purge is dispelled during an enemy's turn, that character, excluding Galactic Legends, gains death mark for two turns, which can't be copied. Or, sorry, which can't be dispelled or resisted. Holy.
2: So, all right.
1: Okay. Okay. Wow, hang let's, on. I need a drink of water. Go
2: ahead. Let's let's talk about let's talk about Mister Kenobi for a second.
0: Okay, which I, one?
2: <laughs> which the, one? The 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 Jedi Kenobi, the Galactic Legend Kenobi. And, okay. And I'll, I'll be interested to see what ha- what happens here. But I'm reading through this leader, and I'm starting to pick this apart. That what does he do? He gives his team protection up all the time, and then he put right. Padme on it. And every time they attacked out of turn. She gives them protection up. And all of a sudden, no, no, no. You're just making it just easier to hit them. Then that defense value continues to go uh, down. Oh, yeah. When and I guess that was a Datacron piece, but the the when, when the counter was built around the, the Datacron and being able to take out Kenobi and everyone just figured out, like, no, if I just stun one of those characters, the turn meter train stops. Mm-hmm. That doesn't exist any longer. Because you can't think. stun that.
1: Well, and I'm also thinking, like... She's going to taunt at the start, right? Yep.
0: Oh, you yeah. Oh, ha-
1: yeah. So you instant kill her. She comes back. <laughs> she taunts again, because she's revived. But then, your next move with Cat is to put Sheen on yeah. Ahsoka, probably. On, on Snips, right? Yeah. Which calls her to assist... Which just makes her uh, get more purge on them.
2: Well, and Snips is going to assist regardless on any special ability on that team. Yeah. No matter what. I it, At least in Grand Arena, this appears to be a pretty hard Kenobi counter. And th- this goes back to... Um, i think um we were talking about on on on, uh old man's cantina is that Mm -hmm. they've got this kenobi cat problem and they have to build pieces into the kit to resolve it this is another one of those little tricks that they're doing to kind of resolve that problem is that i just put hatred on somebody at the beginning of it cat does her thing they come right back up and you've eliminated the first move you still have to deal with the rest of it from that side but um you know the 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 death mark piece is really interesting because again using uh, using the cat example Kenobi is going to first move what the damage immunity on cat who gets death mark for two turns the damage immunity goes away in a turn and then right. you go whole hog and does cat just immediately get wiped off the map is part of that
0: oh
2: so it, it's going to be real real interesting to see what happens
1: that is a good with, point with, i didn't think of that team.
2: um you know things like there was uh earlier in her kit there was the if you hit everybody in like you know if you do damage to everyone on first turn oh mm-hmm. and, and i think she gets taunt when that happens uh hi mr master your jedi master luke your opening move is always an ae where you hit everyone on the turn so that's going to trigger all the things that you need to so Mm -hmm. um it's going to be really interesting to see what happens uh with her um again i think we all got really excited about the kit when Grand inquisitor came out and thought they were going to do some things but at least in grand arena, this seems like to be a very strong Jedi counter team, at least for the, for the, for the short term. Mm -hmm. Um, it looks good. The kit looks good.
1: Yeah. I'm very impressed. I, yeah, I think this is definitely going to be a goal for people to get to this quickly. I know people were hit or miss with cam, whether or not they wanted him. Watt obviously is very, very versatile and useful. Um, I think you are definitely going to want her.
2: The the piece that I saw in here that that I don't like. um, uh, yeah, so so on unique one driven by revenge on her, I I will likely put all the omnicrons on her. Right. Um whenever the third sister is revived from hatred, the cooldown of unyielding onslaught is refreshed and she gains 100% offense until her next attack and ignores taunt attacks for one, taunt effects for one turn. Mhm and Pico has a 100% chance to forget that that's part of the kit. Like, that that's right. the, the other piece that's added to that, is that that's going to happen. I'm going to forget about it, and I'm going to go just keep beating away on some taunted character.
1: Right, on Jedi Master Luke, for example. Yes,
2: and I will, maybe the guys on Fight Night will invite me back once, and they'll both like, why are you doing that? And then I'll like, <laughs> and it just doesn't work out that way, so.
0: um,
1: So... What if you were to only put two Omicron's on her, what one would you skip? I think the leader is the obvious one that goes on there. I guess.
2: Yep. I think if you're gonna skip one, I think you skip Reckless Sweep. Um
1: That's kind of what I'm thinking. Her special, you gain quick yeah. damage up for two turns and have their cooldowns reduced.
2: Cooldowns reduced by one is it's it's a great In in on paper, it's it's a great idea but you know the the one where she gets 100 offense up and and resets what looks to be maybe her her ability to to apply armor shred mm-hmm. I, I would take that probably over i would take just the generic one term cooldown uh because cooldowns don't seem to be a problem with the inquisitors from from what i can tell i mean I, I made the comment about torture torture always seems to be on cooldown with with right. uh, but the rest of the team, it, it doesn't seem to be proper. They have really short cooldowns a, a, as is. So,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, I was going to say I've been using them primarily in conquest, but I do yep. use them occasionally in GAC as well. And I haven't noticed like really where I've been like, oh, I wish I could do this move right yeah. now because it's on on cooldown or something. Um, yes, yeah, so that's that's a good point. Like realistically, other than Grand Inquisitor, who do you need to refresh quick quickly? Yeah so yeah uh her her unique omicron is very good as well like the bonus offense and ignoring yeah. taunt yeah. that is especially if you're going against i mean even a jedi master kenobi with with general kenobi on it or
2: it, especially if if those characters are going to start getting defense down across hmm. the board so that if she can just hit something really really hard the the big question will be uh, yeah, because they talked about that that she's an aggressive tank, mm-hmm. but does she hit hard? You know, if it, if it's, you know, Malgus kind of everyone thought was a very aggressive tank, but his basic hits for like seven. Right. So is it is it really helping in some of those cases as well? I think is part of what that looks like.
1: Right. Which is fair. Oh, man, I'm so curious. And like, theoretically... People will be trying this mission
2: next week to see how it goes, yes. so we can yep. see
1: how attainable it is and how ridiculously hard the mission may or may not be.
2: Uh, um, I am ready. I don't think I'm going to remod for it. Right, you're going to see how it is and see what to see how it is.
1: I want to see what the mecha- and I think that's like the thing. This this week is going to be a lot of trial for T B and seeing yep. what the mechanics are. We have no idea like what her mission is going to be like. Is it going to be a straight battle or is it going to be one of those three-way fights like what's what's going on so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be good um cool i think that's it in terms of her kit i don't have any other major things
2: i mean we should have another major thing but right they decided not to draw dr afro this week which i just
1: I'm, I mean, I'm surprised by this. I for sure thought it was coming this week.
2: Which means if she comes next week. Okay. She will not be available. For those that are ready, she will not be available for a minimum phase one and phase two
1: mm-hmm. where
2: she has missions.
1: Right. Right. Unless okay. you're holding and holding and holding.
2: So I, I was I was very surprised. Um, I did see next week in the data mine. Um, it looked like maybe they were doing character packs for her, for her characters were going to be kind of like recycled back through.
0: Mm, okay. So,
2: yeah, we'll, we'll see, but. Um, did, I, disappointed that Afra wasn't there I was I was really kind of looking forward to it so
1: yeah I I I honestly did expect her event like us to get a kit for her today and her event to start tomorrow
2: um so which means likely and and I know kind of solo base made this joke on uh, on gambit this week you know it's the the update's going to happen after GAC lock which means I don't have to worry about her this week the earliest anyone's going to have to worry about Afra is going to be week three of, of grand arena. So yeah, she's going to miss the dodge meta. I mean, I know she's probably disappointed by that. So
1: (laughs) we, we all are very disappointed that she will miss the dodge meta. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Mulpulky just made a good point. If she comes next week, it will have been a year exactly within a day or two that she releases of within Starkiller. Yep. Um, which is fair. I mean, I feel like she she's coming before the end of the month, right? Like
2: if she doesn't come next week, she's not coming until 2023. Right. And um I would be shocked which speaking of mm-hmm. 2023 right. So we get a new Omicron, or we get a new Datacron set on the twenty eighth, right?
1: Yeah, we do. That's right. Because
2: which because... someone from CG needs to be working <laughs> to give us details ah. of what the Om- what the new Datacrons are going to look like. <laughs> and post,
1: like, push the content update out. Yeah, yeah.
2: <gasps>
1: I did not think of that. CG, <laughs> what? Who? Who gets the short yeah. end of the stick? Who doesn't get the Christmas holidays? Better
2: be asked for double time. Get that double time pay.
1: Ooh, I did not think of that at all. Yeah. Um yeah. Okay. Uh do we want to look at the trail omicron that was supposed to come and it has now been delayed a week?
2: We we can look at it. Um I I took one look at it yesterday and said, you know what, there's too much going on. Uh we probably should because it's 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 supposed to be pretty crazy and mm-hmm. uh i think there's a lot of people that are that want it that want it as as quickly as possible because of what it what it's going to be so right um so let's pull this up uh so this is it looks to be on her leadership so um yes this is on her leadership
1: is it on her leadership i guess because it's they don't say, do they?
2: They don't, but it's when an ally suffers a debuff, Trey gets 10% bonus protection stacking until the end of her next turn. At the start of Sith, each Sith ally's turn, Trey dispels all debuffs on them and deals damage equal right. to 5% of the max health. And then why I know it's the leader is the one ally, Darth Nihilus, or Darth Sign are critically hit with a debuff, Trey gains 12% offense stacking for two turns. So that's that was the leadership or the, the, the leader piece. Okay. So while in Grand Arena, Uh, Sith allies gain 40% critical damage, max health, and offense. That's nice. When a Sith ally suffers a debuff, they gain 10% bonus protection stacking until the end of their next turn. At the start of each Sith ally's turn, Treya dispels all debuffs on them and gains 5% critical damage, health steal, max health, and offense, stacking to a max of 100% until the end of the encounter. When an allied Darth Talon is critically hit or inflicted with a debuff, Treya gains 12% offense stacking for two turns. So Talon gets added into that piece of the leadership. Mm -hmm. Uh, When an allied Darth Nihilist, Darth Sion, or Darth Talon's health falls below 90% for the first time, their cooldowns are refreshed. That's stupid.
1: Ooh, so the Annihilate. Yes, Um, I'm just seeing, okay, so it is her unique.
2: Oh, this is her unique? This is her leadership?
1: No, I just saw right underneath it, Ultra commented saying on her unique and I'm just seeing, um... Oh,
2: okay. Um... So you can run the duo on other squads. Got it. Why did I think that that was part of the unique? Okay. Or part of the, the leadership. So... Well,
1: this also means you could run her under another ridiculous squad.
2: Like, I don't know, C
1: right and then nihilus and or whoever
2: Um, so so the 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 part that that i remember my initial reaction when i read this and and think that was interesting is um i pictured someone at cg saying all right all right folks we we gave you this character darth talon specifically designed to fit with the trio and you guys just ignored what we said and you're putting her with like any other team Right. right so we're now building another piece into an Omicron that's gonna pull her back into this kit mm-hmm. in this other direction. I, I don't know if it's gonna be enough to make that happen, but uh you know finding yourself in a scenario where you're getting like you know, every other turn Darth Nihilus is just dirty touching somebody. That that's just <laughs> that's fun.
1: <laughs> oh man, that is going to be
2: really good and, and you know i, I did see um uh, xerath in a in a discord channel today mentioned that you know there was there was a trade team that was very close to being able to take out lord vader pre you know the this this omnicron or the this datacron right um uh, and, and is this going to be enough to maybe push them over the top especially if you can get rid of the sides as quickly as possible right um uh, you know it's it's uh Th- this this may be a winner uh, across the board so
1: yeah this is i mean if this omicron lets you take out lord vader again
0: yeah I mean, or or a,
1: makes it like smoother to do it yeah. or whatever the case may be sweet i mean i feel bad because my tray is
2: not geared <laughs> well so so that, <laughs> that, that makes me also wonder is if so if it's a case that like this is a great Omicron and people start throwing a bunch of resources into that team to, to use it and there's talent has a territory war Omicron that looks okay, but I think it requires the trio to work. Mm-hmm. Do we now start to see people moving into the trail Omicron because collectively guilds have kind of built up enough, you know, enough of that team to, to make it worthwhile. So I, I, I don't know, but, um, I don't know. Just Darth Darth Nihilus without an eight turn cooldown is stupid. That's 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 pretty fun.
1: Man, that's gonna be fantastic. That's yeah, that's gonna be so good. That's like yeah. the one thing with Treya when I use her now, and this is my own fault because they're not geared. I haven't put a ton of gear. I think they're gear eleven or gear twelve, and I'm like, survive long enough <laughs> that you can annihilate. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, like, yeah
1: please well, work
2: <laughs> 40% max health is going to go a long way to fixing that problem as well so
1: mm-hmm. so this is going to be very fun
2: uh,
1: man there's so many Omicrons that I want and I just don't get the mats dropping it's yep. just absolute absolute garbage
2: well, hey it's it's all going to work out considering we're, we're not going to be getting more than one way of a fight in territory battles for the next six months so you don't have to put any Omicrons over there
1: right you know? exactly <laughs> um okay so we have talked about all of the things that we know so far for territory battles and why the sky is not falling um what's your bantha
2: so you know and and i kind of put this folks deep breath let's not burn the territory battle down to the ground i think there's just I I get this. there's all kinds of people in the world, and I think um, I kind of got dinged a little bit for last week, and maybe I'm, I'm a little too positive at times, which again I find laughable. My wife would even find even funnier. But uh, let's find out it sucks before we decide it sucks, right? Is kind of the way that I look at it. You know, it's it's um, while the the requirements for this seem high, they're in line with what we've seen in the other territory battles um uh, so I, I would just maybe the lack of patience by the community is 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 a, is a little bit of the banter right now and let's just let's give it some time and kind of figure out where we're at so
1: mm-hmm. which yeah i mean I, I think that's the thing that we really like to reiterate is just yeah. let it go live let's see what happens and it'll be we i was even you know doing that in our own guild people were yeah. like oh it's gonna be bad i'm like Let's just chill. Yeah. It'll be fine. We will get through it. And um and I I don't know. I like having something to work towards as well. Yes. Agree. Like it was it was really cool to go back and look at our notes from when Geo first started, or lightside Geo specifically first started. And be like, wow, we got 12 stars. And that is a ton of progress and you could just see, cause I, I tracked every single one. You yep. could just see the progress each month happening. Um, so it was, it was really awesome just to see that and be like, Oh man, we made look here. We jumped up two stars and here we jumped three and like, whatever. Um, so it's going to be kind of cool to see that happen again. So everything will be Okay. <laughs>
2: So what did you love this week, Bill? No, let's let's not talk about the the bad. The bad. What what did you love this week? what, what was good this week? Other
1: than the territory battle news?
2: <laughs> but by the way, I, I called Las Vegas before this and I actually wanted to put a bet on what you're going to say right there and they would not actually take the bet that you were going to say anything besides territory battles.
1: That's a uh, like a, a suckers losers a sucker's bet. bet. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, so I mean, it, it's it's territory battles this week. Like it's yeah, it's good. I am and I am liking. Uh, now the gear changes have gone live too with the content update. So that I will also throw that in as my little yeah. bit of love because I'm like, yes, I need more gear. So <laughs> I will take those changes gladly, uh, especially for this Java farm.
2: So. Two for me this week. One related. Uh, Love seeing the Phoenix needing to go to R eight.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I honestly, I want to take them to R nine, but I don't. But I don't want to deal with the backlash. So the fact I get to get, take it one step closer with with R eight, I think it's pretty great. Uh, the other, it's not Star Wars related. We talked about it, folks. It's it's a it's it's Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar. Uh, month for for folks that are on the video right now. Uh um, I absolutely love these little tiny micro ships that they make. So this is the, I think this is from the second, this is the Bad Batch shuttle that they did. There's a, uh, there's a Republic uh, gunship as well. And it is, man, I just, I love waking up every morning, going down and building these little tiny ships that are just the coolest in the world. And uh, there's, there's, there's goodness in Star Wars from that perspective. So can get your hands on one go find one they're they're completely awesome and they're great
1: i love the start like the the lego advent calendars so good so good um okay so i i didn't put any discord corner questions in because it's not really our week and i forgot to look for them (laughs) uh i don't think the fleet meta has changed because uh there's been no profundity. About There's it. been
2: no profundity, and it's it's all tied to profundity these days.
1: It is. So let's just go to Uncle Owen's Moisture Farm to talk about who and what we are currently farming in game, because everyone knows work comes before going to Toshi Station to pick up power converters. So, Pico, I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's it's fun. <laughs> I I sat down this week. And I started making a, a post Afra plan. Okay. And it was kind of all these characters that I wanted to relic up for one reason or another. And then territory battles dropped and I'm like, I don't know what to do.
0: Because mm-hmm. everyone
2: that I wanted to do is probably not people I need to focus on right now. So um, I, I need to dig in. I need to, to look at it in the game a little bit next week. And dig in and start figuring out where I need to start dedicating some some relic material towards uh, to, to start getting some of these teams up. So,
1: yeah, that's going to be the the big thing I think for yeah. for a majority of people is who who do you relic next or who do you give more relics yeah. to? Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I was going to take crew to, to relic nine and then realized I can't do that because I don't think he's needed anywhere. So
0: right,
1: uh,
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> so might might want to wait, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah uh I am still farming for Java uh but it is going real well um Leia and Lando need about fifty shards each really yep they That's are just crazy they are so I did buy their calendars they their, okay. their okay. two week calendars like full discretion. Um, And I bought them in the weekly shop twice. Once was for, I think once was 50 shards and once was 25 or 25 both times, something like that. I I know I only bought them twice each, um, but I am triple refreshing them. Um, And then obviously like the double drops that we just had helped too. Um, But yeah, they are coming along great. The so I think I mentioned this last week. What I'm doing is I'm taking everyone to gear 13 first, and then I okay. gotta worry about their relic yeah. levels afterwards while I farm like the signal data and stuff. Um but yeah, it's it's going well. Like I'm working on Jawa, like or or is done to gear 13. Um, as gear 13, Greedo's gear 13. So it's Jawa left. Uh, guard which is gonna make me cry because yeah. of all those carbs. <laughs> so many carbs. Your change, your change, <sighs> right? Yeah, that's. I was purposely waiting to do him because I was like, the carb change will happen yeah. and I will yeah. get more when I buy them. So you can wait. And then, so, uh, Jawa left guard Chrysanthemum, Leia, oh. Lando. I think that's
2: it
0: to go so to gear we- 13
2: will this be the 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 fastest galactic legend you got compared to like the release
0: um
1: i'm trying to remember how long it was after ray was released that i got her yeah this might not be this would probably be like a close second i think okay cuz i got ray not right away but like fairly quickly
2: um, yeah, so i think we had a little bit more runway also for ray as well if i remember correctly mm-hmm. yeah
1: okay. yeah we did we had we had a lot more um time to know that yeah. like, she was coming and everything like that um this will be i think i'm like when when did i pivot three weeks ago
2: oh yeah well it's it's been no more than two episodes back so a month at the most
1: yeah I think it I think it was three or four weeks ago that I pivoted this might be the fastest that I like get ready in yeah. in terms of like focusing on a GL and just starting the farm and getting all of the requirements ready which is crazy when I think about the fact that I had three marquees to farm
2: well and also you're sliding the grand inquisitor into the into this as well like, yeah it's you've got two pretty big characters kind of queued up at the same time, which is which is a pretty big step, so.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, I'm gearing them while I hoard the gear and yeah. Relic 7 materials for Grand Inquisitor. So I'm not taking away, because I've seen a few people do this where they've, like, taken away from the Inquisitor's stash, and then they drop it, and then they refill his stash, and then yeah. they take it away again and refill his stash. And I'm like, nope, it, it's staying, and I will <laughs> work on everything else on top of it. Um, so it's, it's going to be a crazy unlock when that happens. And then shortly after Java, like, oh, that's going to be, it's going to be a lot all at once. I'm tired just thinking about it.
2: Well, this is interesting. Uh, Drusifer just pointed Mm -hmm. out that, uh, looks like Reva is a 330 unlock as well.
1: Oh, so she's a seven star unlock. I didn't know. I did not know that. That is good to know so i mean theoretically and i i'm this isn't i don't see this being the case but it theoretically could happen if you were in a guild that had 50 grand inquisitor teams ready to go and you nailed the mission every single time you could theoretically seven star her in three and a half months Yep. theoretically like i don't see that happening but like Call it five months and give yourself some leeway or something. Yeah. Six and months.
2: I think the reality will be probably 60 shards a month for a lot of guilds starting probably about February 1st.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I could see that, which is pretty fast. Yep. Yep. That's just over six months.
2: Right? Yeah. Yeah. And again,
0: 330
2: unlock doesn't bother me because again, it's it's a it's it's runs twice a month. So you, it's mm-hmm. it's roughly the same time period it was gonna take for you to kind of get it in the first place anyway. So um yeah.
1: Yeah. So it is uh it's gonna be interesting. I'm definitely curious to see what our mission is like. Um yep. you should record yours if you're not planning on streaming it, by the way.
2: I would love to, but all of the weeks in the 47 oh, yeah. years of my life for, for CG to release this territory battle.
1: It's the worst next week, week. is
2: the worst week ever. So yeah. <laughs> just go ahead and do it. I'm
1: I'm gonna yeah. make some somebody will record it. Yeah, yeah. Um because I'm curious.
2: Second to, run this month yeah. won't be a problem, but the but yeah, next week is
1: mm-hmm. man. Okay. Uh any other other thoughts before I think that's everything though.
2: One thing I wanted to add. Uh, oh yeah. So we did kick off H uh, yes. and End for good uh, this week. Uh, we're still kind of working through a couple of the kinks. We do have a, a, again great thanks to a couple of folks who actually did jump in to donate. But but uh, come check out the Discord channel. We're providing a little bit of detail. Uh, we are in the month of January. We're going to support the Michael J Fox Foundation for uh, for uh, research for. Um, oh, I wasn't ready to talk about this Parkinson's disease. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, but again, we're going to kind of give this a try for the next couple of months. Uh, and uh, if you have any questions, again, reach out in Discord, and, and, and we're kind of happy to talk through this. But um, yeah, let, let, let's get out there and see what we can do as collectively for good. So,
1: yeah, it's going to be. I think it's going to be really, really exciting. Yes. So I'm I'm glad that you had this idea. It's a great one.
2: We'll see where it goes. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. So on that note. And also, just in in relation to that, if you are curious about it, it's on our Discord server, which is linked below um, and linked in the podcast like audio form. So you can just get into our Discord server and see all the fun info there. Um, cool. Uh, I think that's it though. Until next week, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, so thanks everyone for joining for this off the cuff surprise episode, um, whether it's on the stream or listening after the fact, and that ought to do it until next time. Chewy, we're home.